You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Hey, this is Marcus and Eddie. We are back uh, for episode 27? 26. 26, that's yeah, you're right. good. Uh, that's 26. Uh, let's see. Today is Saturday. Um, yep. Is it December 28th? This month has flown by. So fast. fast. Uh, holidays have just kind of wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, obviously, New Year's is right around the corner next week. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We will. Well, let's just go ahead and jump into uh, last week's scores. Yeah. Um, there was a couple Saturday games. There was three. Um, I got a chance to watch uh, the first one, the Texas and the Buccaneers, until I think about the fourth quarter, and then we had to hit the road. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. I missed all of the Patriots Bills game, um, but I kept you know, updated the scores on my phone. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the tail end of the Rams Niners game. I think I saw all of the fourth quarter. Um, So we'll start with Texans Buccaneers. The Texans won 23 to 20. That was closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, It's just one of those situations where, you know, you can halfway count on um, Jameis Winston actually put up a decent game. Like he's a, he's a, he's definitely an arm talent. It's just that he just makes bad decisions all the time. But when he's on, he's on. Yeah. Especially because uh, the Texans, I think it was like the first play of the game. Mm -hmm. It was like a pick six. Mm -hmm. So I said, man, it's gonna be a long day for Jameis. (laughs) Um, But they kept it close. It was like 10, 10, 17, 17, 23, 23, or not 23, 23. It was 20, 20. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then went from you know from there. The Bills jumped out on the Patriots. I yes, believe they it was did. Like three nothing or seven to three, something like that. Um, and they held it close until the end. Patriots ended up winning twenty four seventeen. It is always tough to win at Foxborough. Yeah, not only that, it's like for whatever reason they always manage to pull like a random player from either like either deep on the practice squad or on the other side of the ball. Like they they transition that one guy from linebacker to actual like fullback, mm-hmm. and they've been eating ever since. So um, you can never really count them out. And as far as playoff wise, the last thing you want to do is give these guys a bye week in the playoffs so they can, like, prep for you. Right. Like, you don't want that problem. So um, it was good for the Niners to actually come out and, and, and win. But, you know, um, yeah, that's that's definitely going to be a problem. Yeah, and then the Niners held off to beat the Rams yep. 34-31. Um, I actually picked the Rams to win that game. Um, obviously, it's tough. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, overall, it was a good game. Came down to the last second field goal. Yep. Niners were able to win. Um, see, the interesting thing to me, and maybe we can get into it, whether it's this show or um, maybe we can do like our next show just before the playoffs. Right. Um, well, I guess we have to do it this show since it is the last week of the season. But mm-hmm. it's interesting how the Patriots can either have the second seed or I believe they drop to the fifth. And then they'll play week one mm-hmm. of the playoffs. Yeah. And then the same thing for the Niners because the Seahawks can still win. I think it's the number one seed. Mm-hmm. And I believe the Saints can too. It's all weird. It's I all mean, weird. Yeah. It all comes way, down to this week. Yeah. Either way, they're all going to the playoffs. But it's it's kind of like what you said. The way I see it is if I'm in the AFC, I want New England playing week one of mm-hmm. the playoffs. Absolutely. Because every year win. they always get to rest. Right. You know? And and I don't think they have a like a legitimately good playoff record when they don't have home field. So they have to 
they have to get home field. They have to get that in one seed. Right. So, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, let's see. So going down the rest of the scores, uh, the Jets actually beat the Steelers. I was a little shocked there, 16-10. Yep. Uh, Saints over the Titans, 38-28. Now that game, if anybody was watching that game early, mm. the Titans actually jumped out to an early lead. Yes, they did. And the Saints played from behind for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Drew Brees being Drew Brees, they were able to, you know, turn that around. Ain't no shame in losing to that, man. And <laughs> and and get, get rolling. Hey, one thing I'll say about the Titans without getting too far um, off track is I feel like Tannehill's actually been playing well. It's weird. I think he's actually found a system that fits him, dude. Right. And he's got, I think it's the second highest pa- uh, completion percentage mm-hmm. on play action. Yep. Um, so that's good to see because I always liked him in, in, in Miami. Um, it just, you know, I get it. He's, Things he's don't been work on bad out. teams and now he actually has a running back and a legitimate offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Colts just ran through the Panthers, thirty-eight to six. The Panthers literally packed it up. Yes, sir. Um, it seems like once we beat them a couple weeks ago, it just went um, downhill. Bro. Yeah, it went downhill. They let Ron Rivera go. Um, they were officially out of playoff contention. Uh, it's just they just packed it in. And word is they might not let a they might not let go of Cam Newton, man. I mean, they they were swearing on this backup guy, and no, not right now. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely to me, in my opinion, he's not like their quarterback now is not the quarterback of, of the, the future. future. No. Uh, so either you ride out with Cam, maybe he was able to completely get healthy and get right since he hadn't played since I don't know week was it two three yeah something like that. Um. You know, he wasn't able to play early in the season. He pretty much sat all season. So maybe he was able to rehab, get completely healthy, the shoulder, the foot, everything. And maybe with a new regime coming in, they'll, you know, see how he plays. And and they may end up keeping him. Right. Uh, Dolphins beat the Bengals uh, 38-35. I didn't see that one. No. I just saw the highlights of that one. They Mm -hmm. did go to overtime, which I was surprised. Uh, right, it's like the bottom of the bottom of the barrel, but but you know, I mean, it, obviously it was a shootout. So right, I mean, the Dolphins did their job and yep. they won uh, because that kind of kept us in the second spot right. for the uh, <laughs> as far as picking in the draft because you want then, that Chase Young situation. Yeah, because then the Giants <laughs> beat us too, so we're we were sitting right where we needed to be. Right, um, and. I've said it before. I'll say it again since I'm on record. I'm not one of those guys that wants to just kind of throw games for draft picks, but I always want to see my team play well, and if you can win, you win, right? But if you do lose and you're al- your season's already done anyway and it does help or improve your, your draft situation and or the lesser talked about thing is the strength of schedule for next year. Right. So, I mean, to me, last week for the Redskins, it was a win-win. Um, let's see. Ravens over the Browns, thirty-one fifteen. Mm-hmm. That game was largely boring, um, especially in the first quarter. Um, but there were some plays. There was one particular. I, I don't know. Did you get a chance to see that game? Um, the Ravens game. Ravens game. I saw some of it. it uh, Basically, I mean, it came down to them not having Miles Garrett, um, not having him setting the edge and actually doing damage. Ravens pretty much did what they wanted. Yeah, and so the thing is, like, there was a couple plays. Uh, one in particular, um, Lamar Jackson stood in the pocket. He like pump faked, kind of slid. I say slid. He stepped 
to the left and then up one, and they were uh, the defenders were draped around him. He ended up hitting the tight end in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. It was like a high pass, but only where where uh, the tight end could catch it. I mean, that was a heck of a pass. And again, so I'm I'm just as far as the Ravens are concerned, and and Lamar Jackson, I hope people finally stop just saying he's a running quarterback. No, he has you know dude, what I mean? He has an arm, bro. Like he but he's, he's accurate. But dude. he's developed leaps and bounds yes. from where he was last year to this year. Shout out to as, that coaching staff. Yes, yeah, as far as a uh, uh uh passing quarterback. And yes. that was the one thing that I had said and when we even talked about in in the draft and and all that stuff, like picking him if there's a situation in a team that he can go to that was going to develop him the right way, it was the Ravens. Right. So, I mean, shout out to him. Um, and like you said, that coaching staff. I mean, to me, he. I mean, he's 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 got to win MVP, right? You you have to give him MVP at this point because there has yet to be any serious flaw in his game. Like no matter what game he played, like even the game when he played early in the season with the Chiefs, they were right there mm-hmm. the entire time. Right. So. I mean, nobody stopped him. He hasn't yet like made any crazy mistakes. Um, he scrambles out, gets yards, throws beautiful passes. I mean, he's had a couple of five hundred yard games this season. Right. That's not by accident. Right. And that's the thing. And he he leads he leads the league in touchdowns. Right. And obviously rushing yards for mm-hmm. fucking anybody. It right. Seems like. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I I don't see how he doesn't win MVP. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. I, me neither. You got to give it to him. Got to give him the nod. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Falcons over the Jaguars, twenty-four to twelve. Yeah. Um, I did see yesterday um, on NFL Network that uh, Arthur Blank is going to retain the GM and the coach. So Coach Dan Quinn, the GM is Dimitri or something like that is his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dimitrioff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- that was good to see. I mean, th- the Falcons have quietly gone on a run. Yeah, it just seems like too little, too late. Obviously, because they right. got themselves in such a hole in the beginning of the season. Uh, let's see. Next game: Giants over the Redskins, forty-one thirty-five. Um, Dwayne Haskins did get hurt. Ended up with a high ankle sprain. He mm-hmm. will not play uh, tomorrow. So that's week seventeen. So the sixteenth game, he will not play. Uh, Saquon Barkley had himself a day. Um, that dude was busy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it was still good to see. I mean, the defense. I mean, obviously our our defense. Like just watching. And I know people get killed when they say watching film and all that stuff, but I saw it live during the game. So just watching the game seemed like a lot of our defense were they were like double shooting gaps. They had two guys plug in one mm-hmm. one gap mm-hmm. and that created a hole, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side. And, and so there was a lot of that. So they mm-hmm. weren't gap sound. They weren't in the right position a lot of the time. They seem to be confused. They, there's a lot of talking and, and moving players right at the last second and, and, and things of that nature. So um, I can't wait really till the off season. just so, yeah. you know, hopefully there's a whole new regime that comes in. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's see. Denver over the Lions, 27-17. That was in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like everybody's been beating the Lions. So yeah, except for us. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot all about that because you guys played them like a week before we did. Right? Yeah, we did, and it just it just ended badly. It was just bad play calling for that one. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, let's see. 
Next up, there was the Raiders and Chargers. Raiders 24, Chargers 17. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, have you seen the updated, like, either pictures or videos of the Raiders' new stadium in Vegas? Bro, I saw the I saw the drive by. That yeah, thing looks that like is nasty. if if you can if you could like picture a Rolls Royce as a stadium, that's right. it. Yeah, I think that, it's gorgeous. That black glass oh, that, all the way around. Oh, that black that, that is, is tight. pretty. And it's funny because a friend of mine, shout out to um, April Murphy and her husband, he's got a bid for a season tickets, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's a huge uh, he's a huge Raiders fan. So Do they live out there or? Oh no, he doesn't. No, th- she actually te- they live here. They teach here. Okay. But he's such a huge Raiders fan. He always travels for football games. So, oh, um, okay. so he's yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the dude that's gonna be out there going to those games out in Vegas. Yeah. So do you know how they just recently released everybody's schedule? Well, yeah. As far as opponents, the uh, the home and away. I was trying to see if we were playing. We're not even playing Oakland next year, but. Mm. Um, I was like, man, that'd be cool to go out there. Oh, just to see, just to sit in that stadium and just be like, woo. Yeah. Do they already have a Super Bowl locked up there? Um, if I don't not, know. If, it's got to be in the next. It's like, got to be three years. Next three years. That's usually the rule. So if you build a new stadium within three years, you usually get you know a Super Bowl game in your stadium. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean that. I mean Vegas is nuts as it is, but could you imagine a Super Bowl going there? Like Bruh. that's gonna. It's. I mean. I guess it's a gift and a curse because people already go to Vegas and trash that place. Right. Um, and so, I mean, just the Super Bowl to be there. Nasty. Um, I mean, that's going to be a lot of revenue. A whole lot of money. A whole lot of money lost by people gambling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. taking everybody's lunch money. Yep. But see, Vegas, Super Bowl in Vegas seems like a place where obviously there's a lot of gambling going on there anyway. Right. Because Vegas sets the lines for everything. Yep. I just feel like bodies are going to start turning up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. You got to pay up. You got to pay up. Um. Let's see. The uh, Cardinals over the Seahawks. Now, this one upset me because like i said at work um i i do these pick em games like mm-hmm. with my <clears throat> with one of my coworkers and we both had seattle beating the cardinals i i mean that makes me mad because it's like you have a team like the Cardinals whooping up on the Seahawks, but we can't beat the Seahawks. And I'm right. like, if we get into the playoffs, they're probably going to whoop us again just because they have our number. But there's teams like the Cardinals that can get up on these guys, and I don't I don't See, understand it. And and what surprised me was Arizona went to Seattle. Right. Like, you're them. literally going to Seattle, and nobody really wins in Seattle, especially come playoff time. Right. And I just think it was one of those things where I believe they already had a playoff spot locked up. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I it's mean, they just they just seem dead. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, recent losses at running back and, you know, a lot of things predicated on Chris Carson and uh and uh whoever their second guy was, he's done too. But Pro right Scythe. now Pro and that's right, Prozyth. So um now they have Marshawn Lynch back. And Turbin. And 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 Turbin, which is, you know, that's that's good going forward, but I'm interested to see what their game plan is come playoff time, probably because since we'll, we might end up playing them uh, in the first round, so if we get in there, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we have um, Eagles beat the Cowboys seventeen to nine. I was able to watch that whole game. Um, I didn't see anything really fancy with it. The biggest thing I saw was Dak just did not look right. Oh, he didn't look right. He was, dude, I watched the whole thing myself. Um, For the most part, actually, I got on the road, like, at the end of the fourth quarter. But um, Dak didn't look right. He was overthrowing guys. Guys were dropping balls. Um, 
we didn't really we had one sack. Um, we were, but I think a lot of it had to do with the pressure. I don't think he was confident in his, his throwing motion and his shoulder and his uh, his feet placement. I just think he was nervous, just because he knew that you know this is it for or pretty much it for his season and, and postseason play. Um, shout out to our corners for and our, and our safeties for a lot of that game. Um, we batted some balls down. Um, Avante Maddox stepped up. Um, Sidney Jones, fourth quarter, um, stepped up and, and batted that ball down to Michael Gallup. And for whatever reason, I don't understand. I mean, I'm happy about it. Why did they sit there and have um, Amari Cooper on the sideline against Rasul Douglas last last play of that final drive with, yeah, what, a minute a something left? Fourth down. I'm like, what are you doing? You put your best player out there. And to me, and if I was Amari Cooper, I'm going next season. If you don't have confidence in me to put me out there to possibly win that, Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind? Of, no, stop it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm probably not going to resign. Yeah. At first, when I saw it, I didn't think anything of it because I thought maybe you all had double teamed Cooper on the other side, mm-hmm. so that was his only option that way. Uh, and then to get come, single on, yeah, on both then, sides of the and ball. And then you had text me, um, you know, like, "Yo, Coop wasn't even out there." And I said, "What?" And then I started like looking into it or whatever. And I still like nothing else really came of it. I don't think Jason Garrett really spoke on it. Um, he just said he liked the matchup on the outside, right? Which I mean, that, of yeah. course, that's what he's gonna say, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I just thought that was a bit weird. So I I did find out that so Dak really didn't practice that week leading he up to your game. He, he did Same not. As, this week coming up, I guess he's got some shoulder issue or something like that. Yeah, I think the, I think they're like hinting towards like a, a torn rotator cuff situation. Um, I mean, we'll see what comes of that come the off season, because um, you're never really gonna know until after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he definitely didn't look right, and for whatever reason, they still chose to throw it forty times. I when, mean, granted, when, when you have Ezekiel Elliott, when, when, you, when you have Ezekiel Elliott, you're paying him ninety ninety million dollars. It's like fifty eight or something like that guaranteed, mm-hmm. and you only run him thirteen times. Granted, this is what I said leading into this week. I said if we get up to a, if we get out early on these Cowboys, like um, like within fourteen points or somewhere around fourteen points, they're going to abandon the run, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we were stuffing Zeke to a certain degree. Like he would get two, three, four yards. He did have a ten yard run. Um, finished the he finished the day with like fifty seven yards something like that, but um yeah if we get out if we get out on him early um and we can stuff Zeke or slow him down to some degree they're gonna throw it the rest of the time and that's exactly what they did mm-hmm. because their offense is that predictable, but on the other side of the ball shout out to Carson Wentz this dude was thirty one of forty mm-hmm. this dude was carving him up um Miles Sanders twenty carries seventy nine yards um fr- he's actually front runner for rookie of the year. Um, and deservedly so. I mean, he's out there. I think he's got like almost fourteen hundred yards, uh, all purpose. Um, dude has been balling. Uh, Dallas Goddard. I mean, they chose to take away Zacherts and let that man eat, and he had nine catches, ninety-one yards. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Doug Peterson and the game planning. Um, he did exactly what I wanted him to do. There was a whole lot of screening. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of runs. Um, being called. Overall, it was a well-developed game plan um you can honestly sit there and see Carson Wentz's confidence throughout that game he uh, I actually listened to some of the on-field um because he was mic'd up for that game Mm -hmm. and how he was just you know making sure everybody understood what the play call was um at the time when we're trying to close it out in the end of the fourth quarter um 
he was just talking to everybody the entire game, walking up and down the sideline, making sure everybody was paying attention. He had just motivating his guys and just doing what he needed to do to get that W. Um, shout out to also one more thing. I'm sorry, one thing I forgot to say. Um, shout out to Carson Wentz and in that offense and not having him sit in the pocket the entire game and understanding that Lane Johnson is out. He rolled out and did a lot of pay, play action the entire game, which was huge. Um, going back to that defense, what I really think we honestly need to work on is keeping our foot on the gas because we didn't do that towards the back end of the game because that last fourth quarter drive, you know, we were, they were playing safe and picket fence and all the other nonsense driving down the field. We could have very easily lost that game. Mm-hmm. Um Overall, like I said, uh, we we did what we needed to do. Um, you know, screen game, wheel routes, getting guys, uh, getting Sanders on a linebacker, um, short intermittent throws. JJR Sigel Whiteside stepped up and had two huge catches in that game to open up the uh, first quarter. Um, we got young, hungry guys, man, and I'm looking into next week against these Giants. I know for a fact it's not going to be an easy game. But hopefully we can continue with the same tenacity and we didn't burn all of our our emotional energy this week. Mm -hmm. And leading into tomorrow's game, we can can definitely, hopefully, get another W. Well, you guys got some dudes on IR, isn't it? Was it Ronald Darby is what I saw? Is he on IR? Yeah, he's he's out. And overall, he's been a bum for the majority of the season. And one thing I can credit uh, uh, What's-His-Face, Jim Schwartz, for doing, after that huge catch to Michael Gallup, yanked Mm -hmm. him immediately. Um, no, because you dude been getting burnt all season, um, mm-hmm. and we we put him on the sideline and threw Rasul Douglas in there up until the last, pretty much the last drive of the fourth quarter. See now, correct me if I'm wrong. Darby had a decent season last year, right? He did, and then he got injured, and right. um, he hasn't been right since. Like he's had right. he's had like two ACL type knee MCL situations, and I think this last one basically did it. Right, and that and so that was that's what I was getting at, or as far as my thought process is, maybe maybe he's been getting burned all season, or you know, here and there be, because of some sort of a lingering you it know injury or, or 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 something like that. And then you guys have uh, which tight end is it that's on that's not playing? He's got like a broken rib. Oh, uh, Zach Ertz. Ertz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, he wanted to go, but it turns out actually, injury wise, there's a back issue as well. Like, if it was just a rib, he was like, "Nah, dude, I'm playing." But they found something. Which else. I mean, we've seen Whitten yeah. do that, and yeah. You know, some but there's there's a back thing associated with it right now. So he's so right now, Zach Ertz is out. Um, who else is out? There's somebody else that's out that I'm, I'm, I can't think of. Oh, Nelson Aguilar is definitely out. Um, Lane Johnson is questionable. Um, Jordan Howard's actually a full go, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, Derek Barnett, everybody who you would want to play outside of um, Zach Ertz is 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 a go for the most part. Um, yeah, so we should be pretty good going into the Giants game. I just think we need to continue to do what we did to contain Zeke um, on the defensive side. So what we did was we actually cheated a safety. Um, to either side to help control the edge, so Zeke would have no other choice but to cut back in towards the um, towards our tackles, um, or stay inside of uh, the defensive end, which was a very 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 smart plan. And I think we need to do the same thing for Saquon Barkley, like last second cheating a safety off to the side. But um, overall, I think our game plan sh- defensively should be the same as the Cowboys: um, contain Barkley and then let try to let Daniel Jones beat you with his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the in the same sense, 
Daniel Jones can't beat you with his arm, especially with Golden Tate and uh, uh, what Darius Slayton. That guy's been balling all season. Yeah, and then they uh, got uh, Shepard. They got Sterling Shepard. So these guys are legit receivers. Um, you can't you can't sleep on them. Uh, but I think we can get it done, especially since uh, Sunday's game supposed to be messy, rainy, and wet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should be that should definitely be favorable. Is that in us. New York or is it in Philly? It's in New York. Oh. So um, we do we do very well when we can control the clock, like we did in the Cowboys game. Run the ball, screen, run sweeps, um, and get to the edge. I think that's going to be our game plan going forward. I mean, we've one thing I can also credit Carson Wentz to doing because he is a deep ball throwing or downfield type quarterback is adjusting his game to Dinkin and Duncan based on the players that we have. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just continuing to roll him out and get him in play action situations is our best bet. But I'm really excited that Jordan Howard's back because that's one thing that we have missed is having a guy on third and short that can get you two, three yards and stop having uh, Carson Wentz either have to, like, quarterback draw it or something like that because I still cringe anytime that man runs because he ran two or three times last game. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I can say the one thing just from a football fan, mm-hmm. um, not emotionally invested into the Philadelphia Eagles, but just watching – the one thing I'd like to see from them, <clears throat> because it seems like at times you guys can move the ball consistently. It's right. just putting it in the end zone. Right. So and and so I was going to ask you what what do you think it would take for the Eagles to actually put up more? I'd say touchdowns versus field goals. I think my issue is is the fact that inside I'll say inside the forties is where Doug Peterson tries to get cute. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes away from what works, and we would get in, so we would get inside the forty, and we'd be at a third and short, and then he'd be trying to run these quick outs with these receivers, who don't have necessarily the timing down yet, or or know where the ball's gonna be because mm-hmm. they haven't played for so long, right. and that's where uh, Jordan Howard comes in. Where you don't even have to worry about that. You just line everybody up and just pound the rock with two tight ends, mm-hmm. and um, I think hopefully that Doug Peterson makes that adjustment coming into this game because we can't continue to kick field goals, especially when Jake Elliott last game, he missed like two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Like that that could have killed us. That We could have lost it based on that alone. That's what, three, six, nine points that he left up. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we make that adjustment. And we did bring up – we did actually re-sign Richard Rodgers, who, who is a really good blocker. Uh, not he's he's an okay pass catcher, but m- mainly when we did use him in the past, he was setting the edge and, and blocking well. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we make that adjustment inside the 40s because Carson Wentz is one of the I wish I still had the stats, one of the most efficient um, quarterbacks inside of the actual red zone. Um, but we got to get there first, and we can't continue to kick field goals. We got to put up points, especially mm-hmm. with a Daniel Jones and a Giants offense that can literally put up 35, mm-hmm. and we got to be able to shoot with them. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, that was just one thing that I've I've just noticed. Like I feel like anytime I watch the Eagles, mm-hmm. they'll move the ball at times just like with ease. But then when it comes to putting it in the end zone, it almost just reminded me of like the Redskins of years past. Right. Doug um, Peterson will get cute, we'll get we'll get a stupid penalty or something and then we're we're out of it. We're screwed. Right. So. All right, so uh, continuing with last week's games, we mm-hmm. had the Chiefs over the Bears, twenty-six uh, to three. That was the Sunday night um, game. Mm-hmm. The Bears, uh, 
they didn't show up at all. No. Um, that game to me was largely kind of a snooze fest. Right. Um, but I mean, good on the Chiefs. They they won a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game of the week to me mm-hmm. uh, was actually the Monday night game: Packers Vikings. Uh, Vi- uh, Packers did win mm-hmm. 23-10. Um, I always like to watch uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, just like I'll be interested tomorrow watching the Ravens play because RG3 will get his first start in three years. Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, both quarterbacks have ties to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no secret I'm a Redskins fan. So mm-hmm. uh, I was pulling for Kirk, um, but I still think them not having uh, – was it running backs at Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, man. He really, really kind of hurts them. It does um, a lot because you have to pay attention to him and know where he is on the field at all times. Right. And the Packers' defense – Showed up more, I think, in that game than I've seen in, in weeks past. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sacked Kirk, I want to say it was five times. Yeah. Uh, they were just kind of just doing whatever they wanted. Um, but that was, to me, still an entertaining, um, fun game overall. So that was week 16 wrap-up. Um, yeah. I can't believe the season comes down to this week and it's this almost over. week. Yeah, so season went quick, real quick. So let's get into week seventeen. So we have Browns versus Bengals. I mean, who's gonna watch this? I know I'm not, but um, I'd probably give this to the Browns, just because I feel like they have more offensive talent and a, a better team on paper. Um, in the future, uh, hopefully they find either OC help for Freddie Kitchens, because obviously you can't have that many weapons and not do anything barring if anybody actually gets traded and leaves the building so (laughs) so i don't think odell's going anywhere yeah no and then we have the coveted eagles versus giants game in the new meadowlands i tell you what these guys have a vendetta against us going all the way back to the michael vick uh miracle in new meadowlands game with the sean jackson and all that and they want to play spoiler Mm -hmm. um you would think they would possibly want to tank and you know, make a bid for Chase Young and all that, but I don't think it's happening. I think they're they're sold on playing spoiler and keeping us out of the playoffs and taking us home with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna go Eagles in, in in that game. A, I think you guys are the better team. B, we you just guys have obviously more to play for. You win and you're in. Right. You lose and then your fate rests in Washington's hands right. to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> which is yeah. Which is gonna be hard. Right. I'm going Eagles too just because we have bought in. Um, you know, what Doug Peterson says, he's been saying it for the past six to eight weeks. Let's go one on this week. Um, if we do our job, we'll be fine. And I think we have enough young guys and enough guys that have that are hungry enough to actually, you know, do something, and they want to be in the playoffs, and they want to win. Um, and next man up has been our mantra since Doug Peterson's been there. I'm not saying that we're going to go and make a playoff run and then get into the Super Bowl. That's pretty unrealistic at this point just because you need your stars with um, – with experience in that situation. Mm-hmm. But my biggest goal right now is just to get Carson Wentz into the playoffs and get him some playoff experience, win, lose, draw. So um, I'm going uh, Eagles in this situation. Oh, yeah, he still hasn't played a, in a playoff game, nope. right? Because no. he got hurt last he got, year. He got hurt last year, and then he got hurt um, the playoff run year. Well, yeah. yeah, so um, he needs he needs that playoff experience. So, um, But like I said, I'm going Eagles, and I'm thinking that as long as we stick to the same game plan that we had against the Cowboys, screen, run game, 
uh, short passes and, you know, force Daniel Jones to beat us with his arm, we should be fine. Um, next, the next game we have Bears Vikings. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota just because yeah, me too. they just have more offensive weapons, and Mitchell Trubisky is Mitchell Trubisky. Um, he'll only show up for maybe five games throughout the season. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Um, we have Tennessee uh, at Houston. Um, I'm gonna go Houston. Just because yeah. that's 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 the Sean Watson, Kenny Stills, um, all those guys, Miller's out there. So, yeah, uh, we got the next one is Colts at Jacksonville. Colts should be able to just handle business. Yeah, they should be able to handle business. Um, I mean, Jags, they're they're a hot mess. Um, <laughs> I mean, they got Minshew, but I mean, what are they really doing? Uh, not much. We have Green Bay at Lions. Green Bay, obviously. Um, Devontae Adams is back. They have an offense that's been doing what they need to do with, with win games because, honestly, mm-hmm. um, Aaron, shout out to Aaron Rodgers for actually adjusting his game as well and not just going for the long ball and just, you know, just trying to kill people with his arm. He's actually making smart reads, you know, throwing mm-hmm. underneath now, putting the ball in the hands of his playmakers right. within short larger situations, and it's been working out. So shout out to him for adjusting, but I got Green Bay. Um, we have Steelers at Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that game is going to be interesting to me. It is. Uh, because there's no Lamar Jackson, no Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see RG3 and then whoever their backup running back is. Um, right. Um, yeah. I honestly, I could see the Steelers getting this one just because of Hayden and um, Minka Fitzpatrick and what they've been doing in that secondary and how nasty they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, Lamar's not playing. Um, Ingram's Ingram's out, obviously. And the um, the Steelers still have something to play for, right? Because they didn't. Are they mathematically out or in? I don't think they're out. I think they can still get in. Yeah, I think they need to win and they need somebody else to lose. lose. Yeah. Something like that. But either way, the way I see it is, um, why am I drawing a blank on the coach? And, um, oh, uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Tomlin. Tomlin gets some guys ready to play. Like, no and matter what. And that's the thing. And, it's, and, and it speaks to the culture that they have out there in Pittsburgh like when you have and, it, and there's a couple of teams like this when you have a coach regardless of who the player is and making them feel like they're Superman and then actually going in and do something right I mean there you you can't like you, you you can't really find that anywhere so shout out to Mike Tomlin and what he's been able to do with the Steelers um in my opinion he's one of my he's one of my top bids for coach of the year Oh, for you, sure. Because I mean, to have that many losses and you're on like your fourth quarterback, mm-hmm. and you're you've lost your your top rusher like three times this season. Um, Juju's been in and out. I mean, dude, dude's been balling. So, yeah, no, I mean, I I 100% agree. Uh, but I, for the sake of having to pick, they're playing in Baltimore. I'm gonna go Ravens because right. I think. Harbaugh is going to be able to design a game plan for Griffin mm-hmm. that he'll be able to run and stay within. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean physically run, um, <laughs> although I I think you'll see a little bit of that. Yeah, but I and and it sucks that it's supposed to be sloppy and 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 raining because I wanted to see if Griffin can really move the ball and and get it down right. the field. But hell, they may throw. Who knows? 
But um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go. I'll go Ravens over the Steelers. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers win. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go Steelers in that one just because. Um, I don't know. I just think that secondary is gonna step up for the Steelers. Next one we have um, Miami at New England. I'm gonna go the Patriots because this is their time of year and this is just what they do. They get they get W's. Miami at New England. Yeah. I'm gonna go Miami. Oh yeah. Just I mean why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, historically Miami has had the Patriots number at times. Yeah, they always seem to just like find they, a way. One of them. They win one of them or, something. Of them or yeah. something. But that was with Adam Gase. I mean, they have a new head coach, but this head coach has gotten these players to buy in. So they're 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 pretty hyped up out there. So I mean I could see Miami winning, but I'm gonna go Patriots. A little Fitz magic going little, on. Little Fitz there. magic. Nah. Um I I I'll I'll pick Miami just so if they win I could tell everybody I told you. Told you. Know, you. Um <laughs> the Patriots should not lose this game. They shouldn't I lose. mean really they shouldn't lose. Eh, just like us. <laughs> <laughs> Against those Dolphins. All right, so we have Skins at Dallas. I'm gonna go Skins because I just I I don't know I don't know man. I just think that it would be a cowboy like thing to do to wet the bed at home in the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and also you could tell that locker room's in shambles. Um, I mean, if you think about it, even last game, I mean, where was Michael Bennett? I didn't hear his name called once. So I, I just think that players are out of it. I mean, nobody really cares anymore on their side of the ball. Um, Which is weird because they have everything to play for. They have everything to play for. And they're like even like even in the second half of our game, like Amari Cooper didn't even try to catch a couple of balls. Like he was just done. Mm-hmm. So I think emotionally the Cowboys are pretty much out of it. Um so I think this I think um even with Case Keenum, I think he's gonna try to win the game. Um, I I give it to the skins at this point. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll say this. I can see a scenario where, like you just said, Dallas kind of just lays an egg, especially if the Redskins can jump out to an early lead, seven nothing, ten nothing, mm-hmm. hell, even fourteen nothing. I can see maybe the just the Cowboys sideline just saying Psst. all right whatever yeah you know um and then you guys play at what one o'clock so they flex this game and our game to 425 they flex both of them yeah so and, and it yeah. sucks that they well they didn't flex ours because oh i thought playing, they flexed you guys we're playing in dallas so it'll always been at four. Oh, okay never mind so they flex they flex the ravens game which i was kind of pissed because i wanted to watch that one too mm-hmm. so it's like uh, same time as ours but anyway um yeah, because I was gonna say, well, if the you know they'd be scoreboard watching if you guys played the one o'clock game. Yeah, but you know, but the, the NFL you finds a way to make sure that doesn't happen, so they'll just change. Times. Yeah, so um, I'll go skins. I won't be mad if we lose, <clears throat> obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we win, then I need the Bengals to win, right? And then. I need the Giants to lose, so draft position and order doesn't really change. Right. There you go. Um, We have Saints at Panthers. Saints. It's Drew Brees. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if they sat there and 
even though it's probably not going to happen, is let Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, based on the score, like about halfway through, throw him back in there to save Drew Brees because, I mean, he's fresher than he has been in the past because he's been out for like six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So, But also injury-wise and playoff-wise, I mean, depending on the score, they'll probably put Teddy in for like the second half. That, and then if it starts to get chippy. Too. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll yank him immediately because yeah. Ted, Teddy can carry that offense yeah, like nobody's business. Yeah, because it's not worth. It's not worth losing no. Drew at no. all. No. Uh, okay, next game. We have uh Falcons at Bucks. This should be an interesting one. Um I this is a this is a coin flip to me. It depends if Jameis shows up and or, and or if the the Falcons offense shows up, but I'm going to go Falcons in this situation. Yeah, I think the Falcons have been more consistent over the last couple of weeks. Right. So, I think it'll be a close one, mm-hmm. but I can see them winning. It'd be like some 34-31 type thing or 21-17. Right. I, I think it'll be close, but I'll go Falcons. Right. So now we have Chargers at Kansas City. I'm going to go Kansas City just because it's Kansas City, but I'm interested to see if Phillip Rivers has one more in him, man. Like one more great game to put together because it's not like they don't have weapons. They do. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, Eggler. Um, they have Melvin Gordon, like uh, Williams on the other side of, of uh, what's his face? Keenan Allen. So they have talent. I just, I just, I just need uh, Phillip Rivers to go out on a sword on this one. But I still yeah. give the nod to the Chiefs. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Chiefs. It would be nice. I'm assuming this is Philip Rivers' last game. Yeah, me too. Um, either way, I think it's his last game in a Chargers uniform. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, um, I mean if he wants, he could start his own team with his kids. I mean, he's, he's got enough. He's got of enough them. of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Chiefs. Yep. Then we have Jets at Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. I mean, yeah, that they've been humming all season. Yeah, they have. Um. I don't see I don't see teams I mean especially the Jets beating them. So I'm All right, moving on to Raiders at Denver. Um yeah, I honestly want to give this to Denver so bad just because Drew Locke has been like a beast. Um Yeah, he actually has been playing like he's been playing like very, very well. well. Um but then again, I mean, Chucky and that offensive scheme, they they can put up points on anybody. It just depends on whether they show up or not. Right. So, but I'm I'm honestly gonna lead. I'm gonna lean towards Denver, um, in this situation. Um, we'll see what happens though. Yeah, I'll I'll pick Denver just for the sake of giving it to the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those to me where yeah, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if if the Raiders were able to to sneak that one out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then we have 49ers at Seattle. That's the primetime game, right? That yeah, should be dude. the last game for the week. Um, I'm going to go Niners until proven otherwise. That that team in general is just scary on both sides of the ball. Are they playing in – They're playing in Seattle. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so my take on it is this. Um, I'm not going to put unrealistic expectation on Marshawn Lynch or Turbin, but that's, that's I, what my thought was. I will say <laughs> I can see Marshawn – Getting probably like sixty tough, like yards. Marshawn Lynch yards when when needed. Yeah. Um, that I think will put them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe with those two running backs that should give Russell Wilson a little bit more balance. Yeah. Um, to be able to play action or just straight up pass, he should be able to scramble. Um, I'm gonna go Seattle. Uh, because they're at home, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to ever 
pick against them almost right. no matter who they're playing when they're playing at home. Um, and I just want to see them upset the 49ers. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with that. I hear that. Yeah, the uh, last game we have the Cardinals at L.A. I'm going to go L.A. in this situation. Um, I mean, grand scheme, Jalen Ramsey has been pretty much a bust since he's got there. Yeah. I mean, he's had that one interception. Right. That's pretty much it. No, um, he's he's definitely been non-existent. Like, I don't know. I, like, he just disappeared. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, But I still think they have enough on offense to actually get the job done with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, um, what's-his-face, um, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, and Todd Gurley, um, if he's feeling pretty well, he they, I mean, he's going to put up yards on this defense. So, uh, yeah, I'm giving it to the Rams at home. Yeah, no, they should definitely have a day um, against the Cardinals. I mean – it's the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. So um last last thing I wanted to touch on was the college football playoff that actually starts today. Mm-hmm. Um so we have um LSU versus Oklahoma and LSU is a thirteen and a half point favor, bro. Yes. Um that team is scary. Um also on and I think part of it is that there uh, is that um, Oklahoma is actually down a couple of stud pe- uh, stud players. They uh, Ronnie Perkins, um, their defensive end. He has been suspended. They're not saying why. Mm-hmm. Um, and also their running back Ram- uh, Ramondre something of uh, Ramondre Stevenson. He's been suspended as well. Um, and that dude is a force. Mm-hmm. So without those two guys. And you're playing LSU, who's been sunning like everybody they've been pretty much playing all season. Yeah, um, it's going to be a long day for um, for Jalen Hurst in that offense. I'm not saying he won't be able to put up points because he's just a gamer, but at the same time, you still have to keep up with LSU, um, and that secondary is usually second to none, and they have been all season. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Uh, going into it. Um I never once thought LSU would lose this game. No. Um, now, whether it's a barn burner, that's yet to be seen. To, to be seen. The game's at four o'clock. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I can get done with some of this other stuff so I can check that out. Because I always like watching LSU. Um, yeah, I, I, I just see Burrow and them just getting it done so they can get to the championship game. The one caveat to LSU's offense is that. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is yeah. he's his hammy's been acting up, so we don't know if either he's gonna play or if he's gonna be, you know, slower than usual based on his hammy. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one hitch in this offense. But if um if everything goes as I think it's gonna go, I'd definitely give LSU the nod for the national championship. Oh yeah, for sure. And then the other game is Ohio State versus Clemson. Yeah. Um, that Ohio State defense scares the crap out of me. Um, yeah. If I were um, what's it, uh, Trevor Lawrence? Um, I'd be my my game plan is to get the ball out quick. Quick, yeah. Um, because these guys, their corners, their secondary, like top to bottom, they're just nasty. Yeah. And um, then you still got Chase Young. You still got Chase Young coming to, off the edge. That's and you have to know where he is at all, all times, times, dude. Yeah. Um, and with Ohio State's offense, uh, Fields throws one of the prettiest balls I've ever seen in football. Um, the arc on that thing is gorgeous. Granted, he won't be running as much because he does have that leg injury. Mm-hmm. 
but you still have to try to slow that offense down. Um, they have receivers. They have a stud running back. Um, there's not much you can really do to stop them, stop them other than to try to get the fields. But like I said, I think this game will be won on Ohio State's defense. I'm, I, I thought about it. I was going back and forth over the past few days whether I should go Clemson or Ohio State, but I'm probably going to lean towards Ohio State. I don't know. I just think these guys are bullies, and I think they can win this one. Yeah, uh, so I'm in the same boat. Um, I've been a fan of Clemson for, for years. Mm-hmm. Um, die hard, no. I'm a Virginia Tech guy. Yeah. Uh, but I've always respected their game. Um, so I think initially my instinct was to go with Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. But I, much like you, kind of sat – looked at what Ohio State really had and how it would stack up against Clemson. Right. I'm for the first time going to pick Ohio State. Yeah, dude. Um I don't even think it will be close. Mm-hmm. Um I think they're gonna win going away. I understand. I understand why you're doing that because like I actually went and like researched a few stats on these guys. They have five receivers, dude, with twenty plus catches on the season. So they can literally throw any of their five guys out there in any combination, and they're gonna right. get yards and get balls. Right, like that's scary, dude. Yep. So yeah, I just I just think that they're going to just overwhelm that defense, especially 100%. that especially that secondary. Yep. Because um, they haven't played a team like Ohio State all season. Right. Yeah, and I think um, Lawrence is gonna have one heck of a day. Yeah. Trying to figure out. <laughs> how to manipulate and move that defense, how right. to change coverage. Um, yeah. I think he's in a struggle. Um, Absolutely. And then what's going to happen, because everybody likes to hit the panic button for every little thing, uh, he's going to go out there, not play like people are used to seeing him play, mm-hmm. and then they're going to say, is he a first-round pick? Is he a number one overall when he finally declares? Is he this? Is he that? He's not ready. He's not – I can't wait for that to happen. And then he'll get drafted by some team and then dominate. Because I've said I said this last year, dude. I said Trevor Lawrence is like a Nick Foles with a better arm, right? And a, a little bit better uh, IQ. Um, if you put him in the right situation, he will carve teams up. Yeah, I still think no matter what happens in this game today, he's still going to be a good player. He's still going to be a good player, but so. I'm, I'm giving the nod to Ohio State on this one. Yeah, man. So those are the two uh, college playoff games today. And yeah, then man. the championship is it's mm. not next week. I think it might be the week after. I can't remember when it. I can't. I always thought that there was like a week in between or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because they have, they have the media week and all that other fun stuff. Uh, It should be January 13th is the game. Okay, so two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Okay, well, and then we'll be well off into the NFL playoffs. So yeah. we, we can do – oh well, so we'll know tomorrow how everything's going to shake out as far as the NFL is concerned in the playoff brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can do a playoff edition next next week. Yeah, um, man. And then that'll be fun because we'll know who's playing who. We know who has a bye, yep. that that type of stuff. Um, and we could just go from there. Yeah. Uh, that'll take us up to the Super Bowl. And then to think, like, we're going to start doing draft talk again. Oh, man, right there. Yeah. I mean, this season went quick, man. Very quick. Season went quick. But all right. So that let's go ahead and um, put a wrap on episode 26. 
Fantasies. Yep, Average Sports Guys, Average Sports Guys podcast. You can go to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Mm-hmm. All the links are social media, uh, links to the actual uh, podcasts yeah, um, man. are there, or you can get them wherever you uh, listen to fine podcasts such as this one. Uh, and until then, we're out. We're out. Dude.